Thanks for tuning in to the Campervan Podcast. If you're hearing this intro, it's because you're not listening to the premium feed. Access to that feed is free, and you can sign up at vansage.com to get it. So why sign up for the premium feed? Well, for one, valuable, exclusive content. I'll say more about that at the end of this episode. This is the final daily episode of my talk with Jenny Levier. To hear the rest of the interview, head over to vansage.com and sign up for the weekly podcast. Okay, enjoy the show. Now on the road for two years, and it's been great. Cool. Wow. Um, some um, lithium batteries are going to really change your life. Yes, it will. I that's one of the things I wish I had done from the get go. But um, well, expense. I mean. Yeah, it, especially for winter. The lithium is yeah. going to make a huge difference. In the summer, I'm fine with the ones I've got, but winter is a whole other bag of challenges <laughs> for every aspect. So um, those lithium batteries will will definitely make living on the road and working a lot easier. Okay, so of course you've heard of, of Battleborn. Yeah. So Battleborn has the best warranty in the industry. They're 10 years. Um, and yeah. they're, they're life po- uh, lithium iron phosphate. Um, but one of the lesser known... Um, hold on, I'm going to... I'm, I'm actually have to search my own site for this. <laughs> <laughs> one of the lesser known brands... The article is Best Battery for Camper Vans. And is SOK, are you familiar with those? I don't think I have heard of them. They're, they've got a great rating. It's a, it's a solid, it's a Chinese company, but they're all Chinese companies now. I mean, ba- Battleborn, right. you know, they assemble in the U.S., but they're, even, even they buy components from Japan and China. Anyway, um, SOK it's called, and they do a uh, seven-year warranty. Their 100-amp-hour um, 12-volt, okay. uh, uh, lithium ion phosphate is $640. Oh, wow. Which is a screaming deal for that much power. It is. <laughs> right? Yeah. And because honestly, I'm I'm looking at a system that's going to be um, probably 200 amp hours. So, yeah. as I'm looking at, like, it, it having enough, um, <laughs> like, it's not just one battery anymore. Um, because sure. a lot of these companies, they don't make a 200 amp hour battery. You're buying a one hundred amp hours. Right, and even and if you can, it's so expensive. And it's nice to be able to, so like, expensive. yeah, you can get a couple of one hundreds, and and then you know trade up later or or swap out or whatever. As long as you can wire them in series, you're fine. But um, anyway, uh, if you if you go to advantage dot com, you can see I've got some comparisons and stuff on batteries. And SOK is the brand. Okay, awesome. Where were we? There was something that you said. A thread I wanted to chase. Uh, we were talking about uh, working on the road. Um, oh, oh, I know what it was. Yeah, you said that you only boondock. Can you just give an outline of how you how you plan for that and the tools that you use and stuff? Yeah, so I um, I will have so I, because I work overnight. Um, I sort of limit myself to driving to about two hours ish a day. I hate driving, uh, which is people always yeah. are like, well, then why do you live in a van? But like, I don't live in a van to drive. <laughs> right. Um, oh, <laughs> so, interesting. I yeah, don't live in a van to drive. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, I live in a van to do everything but drive. Um, yeah. So I, I try not to drive more than Right, because people, that's so funny. People who, <laughs> people who have <laughs> nine to five jobs and a commute drive way more than, pe- than van lifers do. Absolutely. I put way I put so many fewer miles on my van in the last few years than I used to do on my Subaru. 
driving back yeah. to work. Um, and so, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy the drive. I do about two hours before I am done. And I like not feeling like I lost a day to driving. So anyway, right. so I try and keep it to two hours so that it doesn't consume my life. And then um, that's where I start as far as figuring out where I'm going to go is looking at my two-hour radius in the direction I'm headed. And then there are uh, there's so many apps out there right now. I, I, I always wonder how <laughs> people in like the 70s did this because I <laughs> there's so many tools that make this as easy as possible. So a couple of the apps that I tend to use are, I use iOverlander, which is a free app. Um, and I, I, I like iOverlander because it does seem to have like a, a ton of data on it and it's all user submitted. So you can go on and see who has reviewed it or checked in there recently, what they've said about it. Um, but it has like years and years of data, but it doesn't have all of the things that I like to find about a spot. So then usually I will try and cross-reference it with another app. One that I really like using is called Campendium, which I think now is a paid subscription, but I I, I think it's worth it. They often have health signals listed, but I will warn people, especially people that are trying to figure out how all of this works on the road, bars do not equal signal strength. I mean, if you have no bars, you have no signal. But I have been in places right. where I've had almost full bars and have had a, a very weak signal. So the site will list your bars, which gives you a point of reference. Um, actually, right. the location I'm talking to in right now, I have one bar, and I was able to work here, no problem. So huh. it, it helps to give you a starting point because you can at least see, like, in that spot, I do not have Verizon. Okay, I won't even go and look there. Um, so I do a bit of cross, cross-referencing between a few different apps. Another app I really like is called Free Roam. And that actually, I like it because you can do map overlays where you can overlay like BLM land. So looking for your free camping, they will show you like the boundaries of BLM. You can also overlay uh-huh. signal maps. So I can take my AT&T signal and they'll overlay the AT&T map on there. But really, you won't know until you get to a place. So that's why I try sure. to have a backup plan because you can get there and realize, and of cell signal at all, or like the three campsites in this spot that have a good cell signal are all occupied, and then the rest uh, I can't work from. So, uh, so I start with that. I have a list of a couple places I want to aim for, and then I leave myself enough time to be able to drive to all of them if I have to. Gotcha. Okay. So that so keeping that short driving time allows you to pivot if you need to. Just just. For work, I mean, if, if for no Absolutely. other reason than so that you can work that night. And um, Okay, because, I, I mean, my next question was going to be, have you have you ever been in a situation where you had to just not show up for work? <laughs> because <laughs> yes. it's not like it's not like you, you can go, oh, I had to call my, my employer and tell them I couldn't make it. You don't have a signal, right? So you just right. don't. It's, it's well, the equivalent signal, of not showing up for work. But I also, like, my, the nature of my job, like, I work for a Chinese company. I don't have an employer to call and say, hey, I'm, I'm going to be late. This doesn't exist. Right. You are there or you're not. And if you're not, you face the consequences of not being there. So, yeah, when right. I first hit the road, I did a big trek from Salt Lake City. I'm going back to Michigan for Thanksgiving. And then I did a big trek around the East Coast. And I was in West Virginia. Um, I only had Verizon at the time. I was leaving a bigger city. I had done all the van tours, grocery shops, all of 
that stuff. And then I was heading to the next closest city. And I was still pretty new to this. I had been working this job, I think, for a month at this time. Or maybe not even twite. So, like, I, some of these were rookie mistakes. But I left a little later in the afternoon than I should have. And I had, I was working evening classes also at this time. So I had a deadline where I could be there. And, like, one thing I loved about this job was, like, it you know, because I start early, early in the morning, worst case, I drive all night until I get to the next signal. But this night was not the case. I was working at, like, 6.30 p.m. I start driving. Um, I am watching the clock, realizing that I'm going to make it just barely in time. And I pull into this little teeny town in West Virginia, and I was playing just, like, a whole lot better Walmart parking lot, and I get to the Walmart parking lot, and I have no cell signal. And so I start to panic, and I'm like, because I don't have a cell signal, and this is the worst part, is like, you cannot look anything up. <laughs> so when you right. get to a spot and you're like, oh, I don't have a cell signal, let me see where else I'll go, you have no information. Yeah. So um, especially when I only had the one carrier, it was like, okay, well, I will drive around this little town. And in my head, I thought, I'll go to a McDonald's because they have Wi-Fi. And I will pull as close up to that McDonald's as I can and see if I can hop onto their Wi-Fi. And so that's nice. what I do. I get to this McDonald's and I, and I get onto their Wi-Fi. But it is not fast enough for me to work from. Yeah. And so as, as I'm on this, like, wild goose chase for a cell signal, I am missing classes. I'm just, like, watching the classes by knowing I'm not there for that uh, one. I'm not there for that one. Like, the stress is awful. I yeah. end up having to, like, throw in the towel because I that night I think I was working, like, I don't know, some insane amount, like, 15 classes. So I'm like, I can't just not show up. Oh. I ended up driving the two hours back to my starting point that day through a snowstorm (laughs) Um, to land there just in time to teach my last few classes. So, Mm. yeah, but I've never had that happen again. (laughs) I've gotten better. (laughs) Yeah, that was, so that's interesting. That was your worst case scenario come true. I'm glad to hear that. Once again, if you're hearing this, it's because you're not getting the premium fee. Head over to Vansage.com and enter your email address for exclusive access to free, valuable stuff. So, what do you get? This is a daily podcast, but we only release six episodes on this public feed each week. Episode 7 is only for premium members. When you sign up at Vansage.com, not only do you get early access to the Campervan podcast episodes, you also get episode 7. Each week, I'll send you a link to download in advance all seven episodes for that week. Also, you get the Vansage.com newsletter that includes exclusive articles and links to awesome van life stuff not available on the site or the podcast. I won't spam you or sell your email address. That would be ridiculous. I value your trust and promise not to abuse it. Again, all this is free, so head to Vansage.com and enter your email address. Don't miss out on the valuable free exclusive extras okay i have a favor to ask you please help get the word out nothing beats word of mouth and the best way to achieve that in the modern era is to share the link to the camper van podcast on social media such as facebook instagram your blog youtube channel or other platforms you can also send it old school style via email or even text message 
Also, iTunes reviews are much appreciated. If you feel compelled to head over to iTunes and give us five stars, that would be wonderful. Okay, thanks again for tuning in, and I will see you on the road. I've got the blue bunny so-and-so, and it's all got the blue about me. Oh, I've been crying.